Hi everyone thank you so much for joining and tuning into this video i can already see a lot of you who are there and waiting for this video today we are discussing a very important topic and a very new topic that we haven't ever touched about in the past so security orchestration automation and response is the topic of today's video uh, you know as you can see we are already talking about automation in the title itself so we will be talking about automation we will be talking about integrations we will be talking about a lot of things so one thing please make sure that you pay full attention to whatever akshay is saying because he is sme he is a subject matter expert he knows what he is doing he knows his game very well and second thing if you have any questions feel free to ask in the comment section because we are doing this video for you only okay so in case of any doubts in case of any queries be it related to uh, you know security orchestration or even anything else in in terms of information security cyber security feel free to ask okay so akshay over to you yeah i love thanks for having me thanks folks for joining in really excited to see people already interested in the topic uh, itself and and people coming before us uh it's, that's the motivation behind creating these videos so uh, we deliberately picked up this topic because there have there have been a lot of talks around uh, the concept of uh, security orchestration automation and response or soar uh, in in short and and you must be hearing if you're part of a soc team if you're part of an infosec team if you're part of the incident response team if you've ever been part of any incident handling management or if you're a decision maker in an organization in terms of cyber security soar is a concept that um, uh, you might have gone uh, come, come past uh, at at some point uh, in uh, while working for an organization so what soar is essentially it's the short form for like i said security orchestration automation and response now uh, essentially what is soar is is uh, it's a uh, let's break it down let's break it out into uh, orchestration automation and response right so let me let me take these topics one by one and i'll tell you what this is about so in terms of uh, or security orchestration what is security orchestration all about so basically uh, a lot of data that is inside your information security team or program a lot uh, there the, the data is uh, usually the softwares the solution the data it works in silo so you have a a, 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 a an antivirus scanning engine you have an siem in place uh, you might have a threat feed uh, that you're getting you might have a vulnerability scanner uh, that you have uh so all of these uh, so the vulnerability management program the incident response the soc uh, the, the soc team they all work in uh, in their own capacity what security orchestration orchestration essentially is saying is that it is a, a gathering i bringing these tools it's it's talking to a, a different solutions different uh, types of data different types of data sources different types of uh, uh solutions and it is consolidating the information that it is getting and it is using this these data sources uh, in and presenting something in a more usable fashion so so uh, for example if i could tell you uh, something is that uh, let's say you find a malware in your environment 
right so typically as an incident responder or as an infosec team what you will do or you find a suspicious file so what typically you would do is that you will you will try to analyze that file so you would probably uh, you have uh, you'll you'll uh, upload the file uh, in a platform uh, 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 like something like virus total you'll upload that file you'll take out the hash of the file you'll check the hash of the file against the threat feeds against the threat sources and then you will decide what action to take whether you want to sandbox it or not uh, or, or you want to delete the file or not now orchestration is just this process of if if you're using a soar platform if you're using a soar solution or if you have implemented soar in your organization all of this uh, happens on its own so uh, on a malicious file it will automatically uh, talk to the virus total api it will uh, take out the hash of the file it will check with the virus total api then it will instruct the uh, sandbox to Uh, take this file or it, or it will automatically talk to the antivirus uh, engine to conduct a scan or it will itself delete the file on the machine it might go a step further and then scan uh, initiate or kind of help in the scanning of other machines for such a file and if found it will then take the action of deleting or quarantining that file as well so this is a very yeah Uh, sorry for interrupting. Isn't uh, some of the functions that you are just telling are aren't some of the functions, uh, uh, you know, provision of the intrusion prevention system as well? I think some of the actions are performed with that device as well. Yeah. So exactly. So orchestration love in itself is nothing. It's basically talking to a lot of people and getting the job done in an automated fashion. So, uh, so the SOAR platform today, a SOAR platform might have antivirus or IDS IPS capabilities, but that's not its core. The idea uh, behind SOAR is that it will speak to an antivirus engine as well. It will speak to a uh, to the uh, virus total API or the threat feed as well, and then it will collate. So, for example, let's say you have a threat feed in place. You have threat feeds that are coming into your organization. So your SOAR plus so typically in in a manual environment there will be a threat hunter. there will be a guy who will be looking at these feeds and checking against yes. the threats inside an organization against these threat feeds now what if i tell you that there is a way there is a platform that will consume ingest these threat feeds understand what a, a malicious uh, file or or, a, or an indicator of compromise is and then ask the uh, antivirus engine or the uh, endpoint detection tool to actually initiate a scan against this and then uh, the there is a, there are there, there is a solution to take an action uh, from the response part of it uh, it will ask the tool to actually take an action so the orchestration is talking automation is actually the uh, the process orchestration is integration kind of uh, or uh, automation is uh, automating the manual or the menial or the basic job of a security analyst and response is then deciding what to do against that security threat so what essentially this is doing so i just defined soar for you by the way yeah so the orchestration automation and response and so what this essentially is doing so one thing to note here love is that you cannot replace a human so this is not to say that you're replacing a security analyst with a soar platform you're essentially automating his regular task his regular uh, his menial or or low level uh, low hanging fruits or low level items and he, uh, it's ensuring that the analysts or the team can then focus on uh, 
the second level of analysis or or uh, can do uh, or, uh, effectively manage their basic task and focus on bigger things so can i then say that you know uh, you know this uh, this collection of software solutions and tools are kind of allowing the organizations to streamline their security operations exactly. in in three in, that, that in is three, exactly in, what it does yeah, yes. in three core areas so if i'll mention those, those three core areas they, they would be number one threat and vulnerability management as you mentioned and the second one would be incident response as you mentioned and the third one will be security operations automation right yes 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 exactly so very well said i mean i was going to cover this uh, yeah. uh, when we were going to talk about use cases but very well said i mean uh, today if you have a if you uh, if you have a good uh, vulnerability management program if you have a good incident management program and you have a good blue teaming that is security operations then you're pretty much covered in terms of uh, protection protecting organization if you talk from a, pro- a technical uh, standpoint so 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 from regarding uh, preventing or handling threats cyber security threats cyber security attacks so uh, soar is the way to go when you have a mature vulnerability management program so so people organizations go for soar when they know that their soc operations their incident management and their vulnerability management is robust is mature it has developed over time they have good solutions they have a good management program and that is how you 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 uh, take a soar platform and then you define rules or you uh, tell it what to do and it will do the job for you so what is the saves time it saves money yeah i was about to ask this what is the roi what is the objective behind driving a soar operation for any organization so so the very first thing is you save man hours which is very important right now i mean the soc team is handling so many incidents or events per per day per minute the the sim throws so many alerts that if you were to assign people so gone are the days for everything you need a person so why not eliminate the mundane tasks why not eliminate the normal processes and then your analyst can focus on actual threats actual risks or some, something which is of more critical nature so it all the roi is uh, you save money you save manpower you you save man hours and uh, and i am soar is like a a program so when you look at it 5 years 10 years down the line the amount of man hours that you have saved will save so much money and and like we say security in itself is not a money generating function for an organization it's an enabler yeah. so yeah. so so how to cost effectively manage all operations and how to uh, kind of uh, make life easier because everybody is going for streamlining nobody wants things to uh, operate as uh, in silo and then for everything i have to dedicate each time so the visibility also increases now i have a clear visibility in all the processes that are happening and now I, uh, uh, a lot of people a lot of times uh, cso's or organizations faces that the soc team is operating in their own way the incident management team is operating in their own way the vulnerability management is happening such a way that so uh, the teams are not talking to each other so yes. I, as a leader i, I see a stream a flow of data that is going right from uh, the threats and vulnerabilities so the vulnerability person has nothing to do i would say that i know i am not concerned with the threat field or the incident manager might say there is a separate team for vulnerability man- uh, assessment but what soar is doing is it's bringing everybody to the same platform and it is talking to each other so you keep doing your job that's fine i will take data from you i will ask you to do something for me and i will automate that 
this is essentially what a sore solution is taking you on a sore platform or a security orchestration uh, automation and response in a in, in principle or a framework as such is is trying to say yeah completely agree with you this kind of collaboration as you pointed out is very important between the teams between the functions you rightly mentioned that akshay which is uh, you know people uh, you know teams are uh, building silos functions are building silos so in this way at least all the security you know operations teams you know incident response teams the soc teams they can come together and actually work together as a single cohesive unit absolutely agree yeah right so uh, now the question comes in that what does soar do essentially i mean we talked about soar but what are the major uh, capabilities of soar the very first thing you uh, already mentioned is vulnerability management so uh, there there is a vulnerability scanner that is going on there is a threat intelligence suite that's already there which tells you about the latest exploits or hacks or um, something as simple as uh, uh, malicious or block, uh, uh, blacklisted uh, ips and so what it can do is it can uh, effectively manage all these vulnerabilities it can effectively check against the threat feeds it can act as a platform as a central platform for uh, ensuring that the threat feeds the whatever intel the threat intelligence that you are generating or threat intelligence platform that you're building out of the threat feeds are actually checked against each and every asset that you have in place so uh, in that sense a better vulnerability management it would contributes to uh then investigation now in incident management the 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 investigation the coordination of uh, the incident uh, analysis the incident response <coughs> i'm so sorry so uh, that is something uh, which is like a core competency of uh, a soar that is why uh, we uh, think of soar as a buddy to incident management or an incident response or it's part of the incident management program is implementation of soar solution so uh, uh, there's a whole lot of data in in investigation uh, there's a whole lot of tools that are out there so your incident management program might call for an edr might call for an uh, for an siem Uh, as a core part of soc might call for an antivirus engine as well so this is where the coordination of investigations is is, is where it uh, is its uh, core capability then not just investigation uh, please yeah a lot of people have joined now i can see 10 people who are live so just wanted to point out a couple of things who have people who have just joined we are talking about security orchestration automation and response if you have any questions for all of you that you have just joined you know you can ask in the comment section you know akshay is with us he'll help to answer those questions people have already anurag has already starting you know put to put a lot of questions and i'm really happy for that see this platform is created for you i told this yesterday also uh, you know akshay uh, you know you were not there you were occupied in one of the meetings so i had a session yesterday i told the same thing i'll repeat it these uh, you know live sessions are done for you so all those who are watching request you to ask as many questions as you want we might not be able to get back to you the same day but still we will try to answer them in the follow up session whenever it will happen right so don't feel shy just feel free to ask as many questions as you want these live uh, you know sessions are done in order to encourage participation okay so feel free to be a part of this active uh, you know live uh, you know session that is ongoing yeah go on next right so we spoke about vulnerability management we spoke about investigations responding to incidents and as such so one more important aspect of soar or what it does is it it encourages it provides a a, a, a 
team collaboration teams teams working together can collaborate on on uh, the soar platform in the sense of uh, uh, providing an incident management so uh, uh, platform in place uh, wherein uh, the process of uh, let's say you you get a right from when you get an alert from an siem or a dlp to actually helping uh, uh, investigate that convert that into a ticket assign it to the proper person and uh, you understand the whole incident management workflow you can automate and orchestrate uh, uh, with the different tools and and kind of provide the analysts the soc team the, the threat and vulnerability managers a, a common platform to uh, work together without spending their time on the menial tasks so that is an important uh, aspect of it uh so then uh, the natural thing that comes into uh, uh, i mean if i don't discuss this this is what people are going to ask is so what are the common use cases of soar i mean where are you actually using it i was about to ask that you just you know uh, read my mind somehow akshay this was my next question i was about to come to that what is the yeah. use case where can people use this what is the real time scenario of uh, you know soar so people are interested to and of course they will get some more idea if we will discuss the use cases go on akshay yeah so one important or uh, kind of known or needed uh, uh, use case of uh, soar is endpoint protection so like i said before you have you have threat feeds so for people who do not don't uh, know what threat feed i mean people from soc and incident response team uh, obviously know this but threat feed it is essentially uh, a collated data of known uh, attacks or threats to any organization and it is uh, in uh, a format a commonly agreed format and it is uh, it, it's in the form of feeds it comes to a organization and it builds the threat intelligence database so i should know what are the kinds of threats that are out there right now so uh, in the sense of any uh, known malware any known ransomware any known attack technique any new attack technique any uh, a list a curated list of uh, uh, the ip addresses from where a lot of attacks happen which we call as a blacklisted ips known urls to host malicious files so that is the kind of threat intelligence you want built and and threat feed is the source of your threat intelligence platform so what i was so uh, as i was saying so endpoint protection is one use case wherein what you are saying is that uh, you you are taking ingesting the threat feed from uh, the threat source that you have from on an organization now there are open source threat feeds there are paid threat feeds a lot of major players and platforms in uh, cyber security provide paid threat feeds to organizations as well and and a good uh, cyber security uh, management uh, team uh, takes consumes the paid threat feeds as well uh, because their budget accounts for it so now let's say you, it ingests a threat feed now uh, it extracts the malicious uh, indicators or the indicators of compromise as i have already spoken about in our previous sessions on incident response uh, uh, so that could be like the hash and then when you have that hash what you can do is uh, uh, then you can check it against the uh, known apis of like virus total and all you can then in, uh, integrate the antivirus engine to scan for it uh, you can then uh, initiate uh, the analysis you have a let's say you have an analysis solution you have a you have a, a malware analysis sandbox 
you have sandboxing concept uh, implemented sandboxing solutions implemented analysis uh, solutions implemented so then it can upload that file uh, it can try to scan for that file in, in separate places then it will upload that file onto a sandbox it will uh, it might just, it just depends on your workflow it's workflow driven so you have to uh, there sore has a lot of capabilities which and what you need to use is it, it becomes its use case so endpoint endpoint protection is one a, a simple use case could be user security for example let me give you let me explain this and this is going to be a little interesting uh, for uh, let's take couple of cases for example uh, you you use typically what you're doing is let's say a user fails to log in correctly into uh, uh, an asset or, or his machine or a server n number of times so you can automate the process of sending that user an email there have been n number of attempts was that you and should the user respond with a yes it's okay if no then the team has to be intimated with an email that there is a possible malicious uh, somebody is trying to hack into somebody's account or there's a brute force that's going on you could check the number of attempts with the number of seconds that it's it's humanly impossible for somebody to have failed login attempts within 2 seconds it will take me some time to type a password even if it is wrong so that could be a good use case so use, user security is a very good use case over here uh, one thing could be let's say i have a login attempt from mumbai and in the next 2 minutes i had another login uh, uh, attempt from chennai now that is it physically happened. impossible for me to travel it, from yeah yeah it happened to me sorry for interrupting it happened to me uh, i was uh, logged in into my chrome you know this gmail so as soon as you log into gmail it shows you that you have logged in on this device from this location so it happened like you know it automatically blocked at the same time somebody was uh, logging in from out of india so it blocked it immediately So yes, you are absolutely right there. Yes. Yeah. So now, what does what can a sole do in this case is the the authentication platform. It can query the authentication platform for the originating IP addresses. It can then do automatic geo IP lookup separately and find out the uh, location. And then it can correlate and say whether it is possible or not. And then it can alert the proper team or it can take action against that account. So that level of orchestration, so it's talking to a lot of, it's talking to a VPN service, it's talking to the Active Directory, it's talking to maybe email services. So, so, so phishing is a good example, uh, a use case. So, uh, so what you can do is, uh, it can collect a sample of phishing emails. It can, uh, uh, based on the header or the content of that email, then it can scan other machines' email accounts for such emails, and it can automatically delete those emails. you can automatically you can inform the infected users that uh, or the targeted users that you there has there is in fact a phishing email don't open it or, or it can take some action the response part of it as well i'm sorry just yeah so so that uh, so so phishing protection against phishing attacks is, is a good uh, uh, use case for for sore uh vulnerability management being one of them wherein you know that uh, you you already have a vulnerability scanner in place so you can automate the process of vulnerability scanning you can right. automatically consume the uh, ingest the uh, output of this vulnerability scanner you can then automatically upload it to your risk register or your vulnerability tracker you can inform the stakeholders with the kind of uh, vulnerabilities that are open to them and you can perform the whole uh, uh, like uh, uh you can track the closure uh, and and the actions on it 
so it's very effective for vulnerability management uh, i think yeah. i think if if i would like to you know a little bit uh, summarize here i think this is tailor made akshay this is uh, you know you can tailor it actually as per your needs right yeah, definitely definitely so the whole correctly in the beginning of the video right right the whole point of soar is that i have a lot of how did soar come into picture these industry leaders these people these ceos these so they have they want to keep streamlining their processes so they thought that a lot of my time is being wasted in coordination a lot of my people's time is being wasted in uh, doing these basic tasks so what if there is a solution that automates these tasks and talks to these because one product will not talk to the other product so the product integrations in itself is a little difficult and then they have apis so initially we used to do this through scripts you should do this through through uh, making scripts and uh, creating automation in that sense so here the there is a platform which is giving you uh, all the capability of uh, these devices talking uh, not to each other but there's like this 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 guy who's now talking to each and every person and who's now coordinating all the tasks and who's now automating this task for you so it's like having somebody do your basic job so that you can then uh, focus on better things I think this much clarification, Akshay, that you have given you. I mean, earlier I was not having any, you know, such uh, details. Now anybody and everybody who will watch this video will completely understand what is security orchestration, automation, and this was all about. So yeah, you so have really gone to that level. Yeah. Yeah. So we we are actually involved in uh, SOAR uh, uh, implementation for a lot of our clients. We are uh, we do oh. as a part of incident management and consulting. So we we help them evaluate SOAR solutions as well. We help them define a SOAR strategy. See, Great. when when somebody comes to me and they say I want to buy a SOAR solution, I don't. I say no. First, you have to explain to me Absolutely. what are your objectives. What are yeah. your objectives that you want to achieve right. from a SOAR? What is the what is the design of that platform? What is the architect level? What is the high level overview that you framework, want to actually put in? So, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So yeah. first you need to define a framework, and then we'll find some solution or some way. See, it it doesn't have to be a product. You can yeah. yourself implement SOAR capabilities. Right. I mean, we we we. we so, so for example, we have our own incident management platform that we uh, provide as a product to our clients that helps in SOAR capabilities. so it 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 uh, coordinates it orchestrates emails that you are receiving from soc team from dlp team and then it initiates all the workflow in itself and uh, so we have our proprietary in in house tool uh, for investigation analysis uh, uh, incident analysis and investigation which uh, performs automation of first level and second level of incident analysis by itself so wow. the analyst in itself doesn't have to go ahead and check for threat and uh, uh, threat intelligence uh, sorry indicators of compromise it automates the process so we are heavily involved in security orchestration so that is why uh, uh, hence the all the all the cisos who are watching this video just you know i think you would be happy after hearing all these things that he has just mentioned because this is your pain areas this is i think you are struggling with at the moment Yeah. yeah yeah so so uh, i i think yes if if you have a good program if you already have a, a, so the first key thing is to make sure your your programs in its and themselves are robust because if if your vulnerability management or your incident management program in itself is not defined or streamlined then soar will you will not be able to benefit maximum out of soar right. so for you to be able so you can implement soar in steps so what i usually say is that define the mundane tasks Right. and i will help you automate them and i will help in the orchestration as aspect as well 
so it's it's you could do it from a paid solution you could do it through scripts you could but the strategy has to be first defined the framework has to be first defined right you need to as i said you need to first uh, create a blueprint of what exactly you're looking for what are the blocks and pieces that you want to actually put in then you define on the uh, after defining the architect level i think i think most people would come to you akshay for defining that framework only because uh, as a as a individual they can't do it themselves right yeah so so the, the major challenge love that people have is that they know uh what their problem they are facing problems but they are not able to define it so what essentially uh, what i do is i help them define their pain points right. that is the first thing and then i will help them convert that into a technical requirement and then make right. a specification out of it and then to provide you the right sore solution to your problem so it's Absolutely. a step by step process yeah yeah very well said a lot of questions coming internationally also akshay i think we have a huge international audience to involved in the uh session today so i'm i'm waiting to jump on them i, I would like to yeah, sure. i mean yeah, yeah no no it's okay i guess, I guess we we'll discuss the use cases so in general we we have an idea about what sore is okay okay so okay so shall i jump on to the questions then sure why not okay okay so i'll cover from anurag i'll start one by one only okay uh so anurag is asking request you to please shed some light on what are playbooks how to define playbooks in a sore environment Yeah, so very very good point. In fact, now uh, I'm what I'm thinking is I should have covered this. But what I was thinking was that uh, uh, I wasn't sure whether a concept of runbook playbook uh, how it might set in. But yes, very good question. So as, uh, let me first define what a runbook or a playbook is. So essentially, uh, as a, a security operation center analyst or an operative, be it L two L three, or as an incident responder. there are a lot of tasks that you need to perform on a daily basis so you know there are some known types of threats there are known types of attacks and you know within that organization how i have to deal with it the concept of runbook and playbook what it says is that you are just putting it down on on paper in steps so that is to say if i have uh, uh, an uh, incident i have a phishing incident or i have a or there is a ddosing progress or there is a malware that has come in or there is a ransomware that has come in uh, or there is a sql injection attack me as an as a soc operative what i will do the the developer in himself or what they will do the application team what they do if you put it down as steps and just name it phishing or uh, sql injection or web attack playbook so that is the playbook the runbook or playbook so that these these are the steps that i need to follow to handle or uh, uh, respond to a particular incident so now a runbook may be of something very specific, very simple like coordinate with the team do this do that it could go into technical details like it could go ahead and tell you what steps to take to actually analyze it and it runbooks and playbooks evolve over time so people understand so there there is a concept of uh, people do say that runbooks playbooks are general as well so there could be a general guideline to handle a phishing incident but again when a runbook or playbook is created inside an organization it is very specific to the organization because then i know which team to talk to which solution to utilize and it it could go into as much depth or detail as possible and over time as your processes become stronger as you handle more and more incidents your runbooks and playbooks increase and they become uh, more in depth and verbose 
now uh, the 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 question uh, the second part of the question was how does soar help in uh, runbook playbook so runbook playbook automation is what soar helps in so yeah. let's say you, you, uh, me as a person now uh, what i am doing is like i said when i said analyze a malware so the steps that i said that you know you take out the hash you uh, upload it in virus total you uh, you have a suspicious file you first take out a hash you check it against virus total then you go ahead so all of this when this i will put down in a paper it becomes a runbook when i have a runbook i will it will ingest the runbook and it will automate the workflow so the runbooks and playbooks automation is where the soar comes in so i hope so that it's about, it's about automating all the tasks that you have listed in that playbook yes, that's yes, the main role yes. Nice, right. Very well, very well defined. After that, we have Bablu Gupta. Bablu is appreciating all the efforts. He is saying that you guys are doing a great session. Thank you so much, Bablu. Appreciate your you know, acknowledgement. After that, we have Anurag again. He is asking SIEM and SOAR integration. How to integrate both these technologies? Okay. Uh, so good, uh, great thing, Anurag, is that you understand that SIM operates differently from SOAR because a lot of people get confused between a SOAR solution and an SIM. So I'm not going to cover that because uh, I guess that is something you already know. So uh, how, so SIM basically what the core functionality of SIM is monitoring and generating alerts. So uh, SOAR consumes SIM alerts. So SOAR and uh, uh, SIM integration happens in a way that SOAR will consume the SIM alerts and then either it will automate the primary investigation aspect of it or it will automate the response aspect of it based on your organizational need or whatever you want automated. Right. So it will take it as a feed, as an input, right? Yes, as an input. Right. And so, as, so, per so, your, as per your procedural processes, then it will give the output accordingly. Yeah, so it could be in the form, so it could, uh, uh, if, if your SIM has an API, it could interact with the API or the SIM alerts are dumped in the form of logs or in form of CSV or so that data is ingested. Yes. Essentially. Completely, completely agree. Okay. After that, I think Masha Win is international user. She is not from India. So she's asking, hello, I am a beginner for SOAR. Where do I start from the scratch like zero to hero? Is there any way to learn to create lab, uh, you know, in order to demonstrate like real time use cases? Kindly advice. So Masha, first of all, uh, good question. So, uh, so if you want to start with SOAR, first what you need to do is uh you need to first understand security operations so what i will suggest to you is do you have a background in soc uh, if not what you need to do is you need to understand what security operations are good starting point could be understanding uh, what an incident is understanding incident analysis understanding in, in, uh, incident management as a concept uh, then uh, understanding the concepts of runbooks and playbooks uh, it's very simple. Like I said, in malware analysis, you so just think of the steps. So first, you should be able to come up with the steps, and then so the idea of SOAR. I'm if I if you would were to make a SOAR lab or a SOAR platform or even a develop a SOAR solution, you first need to know what security operations you have to orchestrate and automate. So getting a knowledge of the operations is important. Uh, then what you can do is let's say you identify different areas. So you could say that there is a, uh, the steps are, uh, you just note down. So you said you could say malware analysis is a step. Antivirus scan is a step. Uh, threat hunting is a, is a step. Vulnerability analysis is a step. 
so in that process what are the things that you can automate so uh, uh, for a lab a good example could be you have open source vulnerability scanning tools now you could install a tool then there are open source soar platforms as well so either you could implement that platform but in in theory in practice if you want to become a hero that that's what she said right so uh, if you want to become a hero i would suggest that try creating scripts consume the output of the uh, so have a lab of 2 3 vms uh, automate the process of scanning and then fixing the findings as well if you have successfully done the just this trust me or big biggest organizations face the challenge in this itself and you can showcase something like this uh, upload uh, your concept if you are a good coder then then like code this and put it on github believe me people will go crazy and you will become like a, a, a superstar in no time cool thank you so much for asking you know uh, you know responding it so well akshay thank you after that again anurag is there thank you anurag for all the questions first of all all the questions are really good for the uh, you know beginner audience okay appreciate that so he's he's now asking the next question is next gen siem like azure sentinel which has already in the market which has siem and soar capabilities then yes. still do we need siem and soar two different technologies no you don't uh, you could have a product with so like i said soar is a concept there are there are solutions providing soar capabilities but is it meeting your soar needs is what you need to know so there, so like i said let's not take this from a product perspective take this as a concept if you have 10 tasks that need orchestration and automation five of them could be handled by a next gen firewall or oh sorry siem and for couple of them you might need to create some scripts out of it so you might not need a product for everything i mean you can just handle it within your own capabilities as well so the idea is to first identify them then you will find somebody who will be able to make that script for you i mean scripting in itself is not that big a challenge but defining your problem or process i mean if you come to me and you say acha this is exactly how this process is being followed i will come and tell you this could be automated this could be automated this there here you can do orchestration and then we can just sit together and then we can just code it out good good i think uh, defining that initial blueprint in itself is a crucial task which you rightly mentioned acha that's right. where that's where a person like you is needed who has the you know complete in and out understanding of where are things actually going only then can somebody design that blueprint initially then it's just a matter of is this just you know a piece of cake after yes that. yes right, right. i mean and, and soar soar evolves over time now at at one point you can't say i've implemented soar and it's done because as and when the organization matures see what is the concept of cyber security maturity that you have seen so many attacks threats and your program your team your platform has become so mature that for for even the toughest types of attacks you have an answer to it right and the more generalized your approach is the more automation is possible the more specialized right. thing is the less automation you can do for it so the idea for soar is that i can then focus on the specialized activities and the generalized activities can be taken care of by the soar right completely agree okay after that uh, we have bablu gupta so bablu gupta is asking please conduct one session on malware analysis so he wants to uh, he wants us to do that uh, i think uh, since bablu is part of you know this uh, group and he's watching us akshay just giving give him a brief intro on mal- malware analysis what is it about because he is asking this question just a little bit not not go into detail 
so bablu uh, okay so first of all i have personally also been wanting to do a session on malware yeah, analysis for that. a while i, I have that. been kind of poking love yeah. but uh, see like like we said we pick up topics based on uh, uh, the number of people who are asking for it so yes. uh, maybe in coming times if a lot of people maybe you can uh, support bablu in this and if we get enough number of people saying that they do want a malware analysis why not we can when can that so bablu just to get you started uh, for malware analysis the first thing that you need to know is reverse engineering so try to uh, understand or learn about reverse engineering uh, try to understand assembly language as a code uh, you need to have a good understanding of assembly uh, that is a good starting point and so so what people do is the the very basic mistake that people do is this quickly start on the tools malware analysis is a very technical subject and you may be able to recreate whatever malware i have analyzed but you will still not feel confident in a malware analysis so the the concept i mean for 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 anybody who wants to become a malware analyst or just for fun they want to learn malware analysis uh reverse engineering understanding of assembly is very important do not neglect that other than that you i mean i don't know uh, any other way of uh, starting with malware analysis sure sure after that uh, akshay masha is returned she is saying thank you so much akshay for very well explaining all the things now she is asking is there any specific course or training that you recommend so that i can learn from scratch for what sore sore is all about so she is needing your help there uh masha i don't know whether sore is being taught as a concept or not but yes there are uh, there, there are you can find courses uh, around uh, so there are specific tasks and activities that teach you because sore is a concept in general so it's more from a conceptual perspective how to imp- implement so like i said there are separate activities so you want to learn more about the activities so you may want to start with uh, what's vulnerability assessment you may want to start uh, knowing and learning about vulnerability assessments you may want to start to know about what's uh, how a incident investigation and analysis so incident management and incident response is something you need to know uh, and so, uh, get in touch with my team Yeah that this is what I was about to say I think you have some courses which will actually not cover sore but in in some some kind of initial environment she can get that learning so what you, you need to know what, yeah. what what you need to know for sore is what I uh, my my team uh, is is good at obviously we can yeah. discuss sore as well so I I think there will be a uh, link and description of our uh, uh, email um where you can get in touch so do drop us a mail uh, maybe we can s- sit and talk and uh, discuss on any specific training requirements or in general just talk about what you need and and uh, maybe it's us or uh, any other uh, open resources or or something you can start with on your own we can just have a chat yeah yeah masha do so the, the link is there in the description of this video you can actually call them email them whatever you want drop okay? drop an email and we'll we'll we can start a conversation at least so that we sure. can get a better idea because i might not be able to understand where you're coming from in in this yeah. session itself so yeah, that makes right. more sense for me to be able to give you a better informed uh, answer sure so after that muzaffar is there so muzaffar is asking so this is what he's his understanding is okay akshay so he's asking is then sore totally depending on siem directly if siem is tampered then sore can also go in the wrong path 
yeah so, i mean uh, if 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 your source is tampered you have to believe your source man i mean i i could tell you couple of ways in which you can evade this but yes at at some point you have to trust the source which is so let's say your thread feed in itself is bogus then how, if, if you're depending on the thread feed right you're depending on that information to know if i give you the wrong ip address as the malicious ip address then you will uh, so sore in itself will not judge the sore in itself does not have threat intelligence capability so si that's why sim with sore capabilities is what you want to go for but yes if your threat feed is bogus then how uh, i mean that's to say for, for, then that happens for anything i mean if your vulnerability scanner is giving you a wrong finding so you can go ahead and validate it so yes so a good point from here is so you need to govern and check your sore functionality as well from time to time whether actually the automations are happening in the right fashion so it's not like you've implemented a sore and then you're sitting back in your chair and you're like oh my god now everything is fine now so you need to have a governance over the sore process as well you need to monitor the output that it's generating and over time you see what's what's right and what's not so in the first shot you do, you might not get it right it might not work even so you have to be patient and you have to understand what integrations are important what what orchestration is important what automation is important so you need to test it out you could have a sampling you have to validate the first couple uh, a lot for for you have to monitor that sore operations for for a while for you to then leave it to op operate and function on its own thank you akshay thank you very well answered after that uh, masha is coming back she is saying sure she will contact you uh, and she is thanking you akshay so after that uh, lalit shekhawat is here so lalit shekhawat is asking does sore takes feed from uh, okay sorry which all sources uh, does sore uh, you know takes feed from so he wants to know lalit wants to know that which are the thread, sources thread, which thread, are the sources thread feeds thread feed could be from any number of vendors that are out there so so it will it will take data from sim that could be a feed for it source then it will take thread feeds your threat intelligence platform uh, it could be from uh, whatever vendor i mean semantic offers thread feeds mcafee offers thread feeds casper so all of these great uh, solution uh, uh, they have their research labs and all these thread feeds provide information on the latest attacks and trends and uh, you could have your open source thread feeds as well so that's pretty much it is there any things specific that you want to know so i mean sure this is pretty much it yeah yeah that's it after that vinod is there uh, thank you so much first of all vinod a huge shout out to you i would actually like to let everyone know who is there on this particular video vinod is actually one of my you know initial followers who started you know youtube follower who started following me since back 2017 when i made my first video so a huge round of applause for you vinod and really appreciate uh, you know you being there from the starting and you have seen this journey from the first video till i think we have made more than 200 videos now so thank you so much vinod for being a part of this community now he is asking uh, you mean to say that sore is an open concept which is designed or architected depending upon the project or client requirements or based on the siem tools which we are implementing in the environment very well said so yes it's a framework it's it's a concept that so uh, 
some people now there are various opinions over here so i would like to give a disclaimer some people say that source they only talk about the solutions out there but i i am telling you it's a concept you can implement soar on your own it it's it's heavily dependent on the kind of technology you already have so the technology stack is important very well identified what you already have the processes that are in place and the technology stack that you have uh, kind of governs on what kind of soar solution or soar implementation or soar capability do you want to achieve okay so after that uh, you know muzaffar is there wow. so muzaffar, lot of muzaffar questions are huh? yeah people are getting engaged i am really happy for this engagement actually this is why we are putting all this effort you know that you know this is why we are helping all these people because they are engaging and i really like that admire all the questions you can ask as i said you can ask even anything apart from the, what we are discussing here we are here to help you out guys this is not a session we are pitching where we are pitching you a sales pitch right so feel free to ask anything and everything related related to information security you will get an answer that's for sure just uh, as a matter of fact uh, only we cannot answer if i if our electricity goes down otherwise we will try to answer as many questions as we can okay so muzaffar is asking a follow up question now he is asking it will automate low security events then what will happen if high security uh, event will happen i mean it's not like it you can only automate low security events what do you understand what what do you mean by low security event if you can just find this i think he's i think he's uh, telling about the severity of the event maybe he's saying that low severity events uh, you know can be automated no no that's not true that's not true i mean uh, i wouldn't call a phishing attack uh, a low security event i would call i would rate phishing very high because a lot of uh, most of the malwares and ransomware are distributed through phishing emails and it is still very damaging it comes in the top 10 cyber security threats to any organization and you are putting orchestration in phishing analysis and phishing uh, attack prevention so uh, for for it, it, in fact it works for high uh, critical criticality uh, attacks or threats as well so uh, just to add to that uh, muzaffar i don't think there is any such segregation you know that you are putting in you can actually architect it as per your requirements that is what is all about which i have understood in the last half an hour because before that when i was not having any understanding i'll be completely honest with you all so so then know, that's a that's a good thing then we took this topic today huh? yeah absolutely i i will be honest here see not any uh, you know everybody cannot have everything in them you know so this is something that i was also hearing for the first time that's why i was also excited as akshay told me that we'll go live in after half an hour and this is the topic that we want to cover i said let's yeah, go we, we just we just decided that you know yeah. uh, i just got free a little bit and i thought i won't might not be able to because i have a couple of international calls as well i thought that typically we sit like 2 uh, hours from now i just yeah. thought that this is a better time and let's just sit and get it done what i did not uh, know or uh, which i'm i this is like a Sir, a good surprise for me is that so many people will join and people will actually have questions. I I thought that it'll just go like a talk and then uh, we just go off. So so I mean, great guys, uh, the enthusiasm level and the curiosity level in people uh, is amazing, and that's yeah. kind of the driver for for more such videos. So right. so like I said, I mean, uh, do post topics that you want to know more about as well. Uh, 
Yeah. It's all driven by you folks. It's all driven by you folks. Trust me. It's it's not driven by us. So right. Yeah. Right. Muzaffar is thanking you, Akshay. He's uh, he's appreciating all the efforts that you have put in answering these questions. Anything uh, before concluding the video, Akshay? Anything you would like to say at that note? Yeah. So I would uh, say that. So. Uh, one question is that when should i go for sore i mean that kind a kind of answered in at multiple times is uh, you could perform bits pieces of automations you can test out first you need to make sure that the current processes in themselves are streamlined before going in for sore make sure that right. you have a greater visibility a granular visibility into all your security operations right and then uh, go first evaluate first understand your expectations from a sore and then evaluate all platforms against your expectations talk to a consultant you there may be more than what you know that could be automated or orchestrated so so if you're investing your time and money into implementing sore then uh, get a better idea and uh, i think that that should be a good way to yeah and just to add to that a couple of more things would be to streamlining your security processes and workflows that you have in place so that because these are the workflows that you will actually eventually take to the sore as well so it's better to streamline them as actually actually rightly mentioned so uh, you know in case of any more queries in case of any comments feel free to comment in the comment section of this video even after we post this video okay so that we can answer them in the follow up sessions and thank you so much everyone this was a great session i wasn't expecting a huge turnover i would i was also you know shocked to see how many you know okay so anurag mahajan is here so he's asking uh, request you to have next session on socks compliance itgc audits okay we we can we can uh, do that uh, i think at, at i, some think, I point. think we did discuss it last time actually i did, i did say that i'll do it on socks right when you said that let's go one by one let's say we first sock go for socks 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 yes i think yeah. we covered the yeah. sock yeah i i so, do it this was in in our agenda as well we did we did discuss this uh, you know socks thing so don't worry socks is something we can cover easily okay and i was already prepared but that day we only test upon sock one sock two sock three so yes never mind we'll cover this and uh, as I, as i was just saying you know just be a part of this community just try to spread these videos just make this awareness public so that all the people who are you know getting these doubts in their minds can get these questions answered and this knowledge spread can actually happen if we will only join these sessions and try to you know get these knowledge to only ourselves it is of no use just try to spread this knowledge as much as you can that's why we are doing all this guys and thank you so much for tuning in and stay safe thank you bye 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 bye